In this era of grave spiritual crisis, it is not enough to simply know about your Catholic faith. That is why we need a Catholic toolbox to equip us with the practical skills necessary to live our Catholic faith, to reach our ultimate goal, which is heaven for all eternity. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Join us every Tuesday night at 8pm for the Catholic Toolbox as we hand you the tools to go forth, live the faith and change our modern world today. Live on The Voice of Charity. Welcome back to another week in the Catholic Toolbox, the art of practical Catholicism. I'm your host and founder, George Manassa, here as we equip you with practical solutions to live your Catholic faith in our modern world of today. And especially speaking of our modern world of today, is a very serious crisis worldwide, a very serious and very important topic here tonight. And that is of one of the, de- the devil's greatest masterpieces, pornography. And that's why I brought a very important guest, good friend, Simon Carrington. Welcome aboard to the Catholic Toolbox. Hello, mate. It, it, is, um, it is awesome to be on here. Excellent. We're finally, finally Simon Carrington here on the Catholic Toolbox. <laughs> yes, fun, mate. I've been watching what you, I've, um, yeah, mate, I've been seeing what you've been doing for a long time and it's, it's awesome. You have some great, great content, great guests. So, uh, yeah, this is really, really nice to be, to, for, not nice to have been asked to come on. Thank you, mate. Absolutely welcome. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here. And um, where do we start tonight? Um, I've just been thinking, you know, throughout the week, you know, which angle do I approach this? How do I think of this? Hmm. Pornography. What's wrong with it, Simon? What's wrong? What's, what's harmful with a bit of porn yeah. or something on the side? You know, it seems to be, you know, today our modern world treats it as a recreational, uh, a very recreational thing. Mm. You know, it's a good stress relief. It's great. Uh, it's, a, it's a great way to explore your sexuality, you know, especially post uh, the sexual revolution. But let's get into pornography. And, and what is it? And what is the problem? Let's dig right deep awesome. into it. Yeah, look, I mean, yeah, that, that's a good, yeah, I mean... <laughs> This is this is such a broad topic, right? And so, I mean, I'm 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 I always like to start from just just to kind of let people know, kind of you know, why I speak about it or why I'm so passionate about talking about it, um, and also just I, 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 it's you know, like I I want people to know that this is not just a problem that I have you know like have viewed you know like you know like kind of like out there in our society. This is something that has harmed me like me personally. Yeah. Um, and so I, I always tend to speak from my own stories and, and, you know, how things have impacted me or so on. So I think, I mean, that's probably the best way to start. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm also going to guess, George, that, that, that most of the people that, 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 that will tune in to your show um, are actually people that, that, prob- that, that probably know that porn is wrong. I mean, I, so, I, I know certainly in my work, um, 
you know what the people that come to me that that want to talk about pornography they aren't people that are trying to tell me that pornography is fine and that they should be allowed to watch it and and you know whatever most of the people that come to me are people that are saying look this is something that i've been watching since i was seven something i've been watching since i was 10 11 12 whatever it might have been and i've you know it's just a part of my life now and you know and now i'm 25 30 40 it's impacting my singleness. It's impacting the, you know, the girls and boys that I might date. It's impacting my spouse and marriage. So I, I'm, I'm kind of conscious of, 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 you know, of, of, of this angle. And, and I really, if anything tonight, I, I want to speak about pornography from the perspective of yes, of what's wrong with pornography from my own experience and what I'm hearing from, from other people. But I think it's really it's really important too that I would also love to really like it to to instill hope in people, hope that this is this as harmful as porn is, it's it is something that if and I'm sure that there are many people that will be tuning into this right now are actually struggling with it right now. They don't want to be looking at it, but they are looking at it, and they have been for many 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 years. And so I really want to reach out to those people, and I hope. That what I'm going to say tonight is going to share a little bit of hope with them and 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 help them see this is not not something that has to be a part of their life. I was only only talking to a young man um, about five or six hours ago actually, and he was saying to me, you know, mate, I'm you know, he goes, I've been looking at porn for about 23 years, and I just don't even understand. I I I actually can't even imagine what life might be like if I'm not if, with, with it, not with it, not a part of my life. And I think for so many Catholics, sadly, this is where we're at, that we were, we, we saw it like before we even were old enough to know what was going on. It's a part of our life now. And now we're struggling with it. So my story really was, I, I, I was first exposed to it at, at probably like in year seven or eight. So I was, I was about 13 or 14 and from there, you know, my first viewing, it just kind of kept, I mean, this is the very shortened version, but I just kept kept getting more and more and more into it. Um, and I was probably very, very, very hooked on pornography for a, a, about about five years, but all up, I was probably viewing it for about 10. But there was a, like a real crisis point, like r- r- right in the middle of my teen years. Um, and then th- those first few years out, out, you know, first few years kind of out of school, where for me it was it was it was a very a very 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 difficult problem and it caused me it caused me so much harm um, as a very young boy and this is the this is the this is kind of one of the biggest harms of pornography I'm seeing in people and and you know and like and I'm also like a lived experience of struggling with this is I had I I had high hopes to be you know to to to, to meet somebody and fall in love and and to get married. Um, you, you, you know, you, uh, you, you, you've been married about, about five or six months now. Is that right? Or even a little bit less? Just over five. Five months. Awesome. Five okay. Months. So I'm, you know, I'm only a few years more, more than you, but I think <laughs> we, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess that you like me, you know, from the age of, you know, from, from a very young age, you know, we, you know, we saw our mum and dad and, and we, we, you know, look, we, 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 you know, we, we, we were blessed with our own families and there was something about that. Not every family is perfect, of course, but we we wanted that too, right? And we it's very normal to want that. And as soon as I started to to as soon as pornography came came into my life, I started to believe that that that, that maybe love isn't real. You know that 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 all this stuff, you know, all these hopes and dreams that that I had to you know like to to meet the one 
and to really settle down and, and to experience this joyful marriage, that, that that's not real anymore. And, you know, what I was experiencing from porn, it, 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 it really stole that hope from me. And hope, I think, is a really key word. Um, so in, you know, in, in, you know, I, I was raised Catholic, you know, like, um, you know, like, you know, like I'm sure is very similar to, to your story, you know, raised in a very faithful family. I was an altar boy, you know, for the time I was seven, you know, till I left school, um, you know, we, we, you know, we, we saw the rosary every, every single night as a family, very, very prayerful family, but, you know, but in, you know, like, but, you know, but, but when the, when the doors were closed, I was, I was a very different person and I was, you know, looking at this stuff. And one of the other harms that I really experienced from porn was I, I started to hate myself because I, 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 I knew what I was doing was wrong. I knew, I knew that the church taught this wasn't right because it, you know, it turns people in, 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 into objects. I, I, I like to say really it, it, it basically turns people into a sex toy that we can use when, whenever we want just for selfish pleasure. And I knew that was wrong, and that wasn't the kind of man that I that, you know, yeah, that, that I had wanted to be, that I hoped that I would be at that age. So I hated myself, but also, be, be, you know, because I was raised in in my faith, I was praying to God, you know, God, please help me with this problem. And then, you know, after a few weeks, he hadn't answered, you know, he didn't answer the, my prayer, I'm thinking, and I'm still looking at it. And then I started hating God. And I'll never forget a very key moment in my late teen years is I actually, I, I, I just looked at like my cross on my wall and I, 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 I walked over to it and I pulled the cross off the wall and I smashed it over my knee because I was so angry. I was like, you know, this is all a lie. You know, like it's not possible to be pure. This stuff's too hard. You know, all this stuff, you know, like that sex is a gift and marriage wow. and is love and a gift. I was like, wow. I've, yeah. I've had enough of this, right? I got really, really angry with so God. You smashed it right in half. I did. Yes. <laughs> right. And then, um, and then really, so, so it really harmed my faith. And I think when I was 17, um, I, I almost walked away from the faith. I, I, in, in, I was still going to church and everything with my family, but inside my faith was dead to me. And it was all around. It was all because of the harm that pornography had done. So n- not only for me, do I think, does it, does it really warp our understanding of marriage and family and sex? But for me personally, one of, one, one of the most serious harms of pornography was it, it, it really killed my soul. And like, you know, when we watch pornography, that, that's a serious sin against our sexuality. And that cuts us off from, from grace and from God's life. And I really suffered that spiritual death. I, I was no longer able to pray the same way. I thought that God didn't, didn't love me anymore. And, you know, I, I went to a very good school where we had mass every single day. A priest was available for, for, for if you want a confession, he was there. And I saw a, a very scary cycle take place with, with so many of my friends. And that was that we, you know, as, as we're kind of growing up through high school, yeah. we, you know, we'd get exposed to porn. We'd fall into grave sin. And then if we went to mass, obviously, if you're not in the state of grace, then you can't receive our Lord. And so many of us would, 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 would kind of go to mass every day and then we, we weren't going up, you know, we, we weren't going up to receive our Lord. And then, you know, people are starting, oh, why, why aren't you receiving our Lord? And then the shame kicks in and then we go to confession, we, we confess that sin, come back to mass the next day and sometimes we, we're, you know, we, 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 we might be able to receive. But after a while, that shame and the embarrassment of I'm sick of going to confession, 
because if I can't, if I don't go to confession, then I can't receive Holy Communion. Yeah. What ends up happening is they stopped, they stopped going to Mass because I was sick of the embarrassment of not being able to receive our Lord. But then if you're not going to Mass, you're not experiencing the tension of not receiving our Lord. So then why do you have to confess your sins anymore? Because you're not exactly. feeling the pain wow. yeah. of living in mortal sin. And I saw so many young men, young great men that started out very, very faithful, fall away from the faith precisely because of the shame and sin associated with pornography. They stopped, they stopped receiving our Lord and then, then they stopped receiving the mercy of God and they started living in a, in a state, you know, in a state of, 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 of an outside of a state of grace from God. So honestly, I could I could keep going. I'm sorry, I'm I'm probably talking too much already. But I think there are so many harms to pornography. But especially for me, that those those few big ones were were self hatred, and then hatred of God and this lack of an understanding of who God was and what my sexuality was. Um, but then also just that just that harm of of really really kind of losing that drive and hope to get married. And to experience, you know, love, you know, love and sexuality and marriage in the way that God had actually had 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 intended for us to. Sorry, that's a bit bit, bit of a long winded answer, mate. But that's that's probably what, what I would say. <laughs> I mean, I think you really gave a great context of what what is wrong with pornography, because I think even though most people know it's wrong, but we need to be reaffirmed. We reaffirmed constantly with the reasons why, and, and we've got to constantly reaffirm our why. Why is it wrong to convict ourselves in our mind and spiritually about why it's wrong? Now, what's interesting is that, you know, people who are addicted to pornography often don't have a drive to, to, to go and date, go out, because if it's so accessible and it's just there and it's just a mm-hmm. click away, then you, there's no need to go out and date a woman, meet a woman in real life. You know, before the internet, people had to go to a shop buy it in a bag. There was a lot of effort to access yes. uh, material like that. So mm-hmm. right now, because it's a click away, men, men have become demasculated mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of that. I mean, it's, 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 very, it's very tragic. And what do you think the underlying cause is from your observations and the data over the years and from your own personal experience, what do you think is the underlying cause of a lot of men and even a lot of women? I mean, people think it's just a man's problem, but a yeah. lot of women turning to pornography and falling into addiction. What, what's, what are a few, I know there's probably a lot of underlying issues. Yeah, so much. I like to look at the underlying issues. What, what's causing yeah. it? Is it a lack? Is it exposure from a young age, do you think? Or is it yeah. people well. have no example in their life? Because if we can look at the underlying root, and maybe people listening here tonight, if you can look at the underlying root of why, and we, you can work on that, then that's perhaps the pivotal point for you to start heading back mm-hmm. in the right direction. What are your thoughts? Simon? So good. Yeah, mate. Well, I'm like, well, there's, there's like a hundred roads I could take here. This is good. <laughs> um, look, so look, I mean, several I'm, hours. sorry, already a series was born. Has, has been yeah, born. Oh, mate, for sure. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> there's this, this topic just, 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 just really fires me up because I think there's yeah. so much here. Okay. Look, so, so this is, so this is, this, 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 this is, this is a great question because I'm, um, this is what I'm noticing, you know, when, you know, when someone struggles with porn, we, we you know, we, if, if, you know, like when, when we go to confession and we might receive counsel from a priest, 
from what and and by the way, I'm 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 starting to get a. I, I've actually had I've been asked by priests to help uh, to give talks to them or to help them. Like like what like what should I say to people who confess pornography in the confessional? Right? And I'm thinking, gosh, that that's a massive responsibility to be counselling priests on what to say. Um, I do it all the time. Found is that sorry? <laughs> I do it all the. I mean, you'd believe. Uh, priests, I think re- it's a great thing that priests rely on the feedback of lay people. I mean, Second Vatican Council calls for lay yeah. people. It's, it's a great yes. thing that you, as a lay person, are advising priests. Mm. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's yeah. a huge it's a huge job. Um, but I I do tend to find that you know like that that kind of most of the council people do get. It's just like we we just focus on you know. Um, you know, don't do this certain thing or, you know, mm. just do that. But like just what you said, which I think is so helpful, we're not actually asking why are people going to it like in droves? Mm. What is it that is actually leading people to to watch pornography? And I think firstly, and I'm, and I'm really, really glad that you mentioned it is it is not just men. So I, I actually run like a program where I, I work with, with people, like just, just me and them, you know, for, for you know, from from anywhere from like a four to six week period, and in the whole time that I'm talking, and I I actually just today I had five different calls with people. That's why my brain's there's so much I could say just just based on what I learned today. Um, but I think um, it it is firstly a human issue of of lust, right? So once you know, so like once original sin had 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 had, had entered the human experience. We're, we're, we're always going to be tempted to lust. And so I, I love that you said that, you know, porn is not just a male problem, okay? It is a human struggle. And, yes, it's certainly a little bit more, more common in men, but more and more women even are reaching out to me now for help with this coaching program too. Um, so I, where I always like to start is I, I, I grew up, really understanding that, you know, like that any kind of sexual, you know, urge or longing or, you know, like any kind of desire that I had for love and intimacy, which might, which I may have been, I may have been taking that desire to pornography to fulfill it. But I always just thought that if I, that, you know, like that if I actually had like that desire, if I had sexual desire, if I had that sexual longing to be intimate and, 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 you know, like and close with a woman, that 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 actual desire itself was sinful, and so that to me was was well that that was when my life changed. I think back in 2013, when I for the very first time I understood that you know God God gave us all these desires for intimacy, for love, for ecstasy, for bliss. If we think about it, what is it that everybody is seeking that turns to porn? They want they want some intimacy. They want love. They want they want ecstatic bliss. Sorry to be yeah. blunt, but that's you know when when we come to fruition in that sexual act and moment, there's an ecstatic bliss there. They want to feel close to someone. They want to feel love. That they want that kind of human connection. And most of us are all taught that every single one of those desires is wrong. What I would like to say is, George. What are some words that we could use to, 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 to describe the joys of heaven? Will heaven not be yeah. ecstatic bliss, yeah. ultimate fulfillment, happiness, love, connection, intimacy? So what I like to tell people is, listen, 
the why behind your hunger for porn is very, very simple. It is a much deeper desire and yearning for heaven that the enemy has twisted in you and is tempting you to something less than what you really want. The moment I said it to people, it's like they have a bit of a St. Paul moment where the scales fall from their eyes and they're like, are you telling me that sexual desire in itself is actually holy and good and sacred and is actually meant to point me to heaven? To which I say, amen, right? Yes, that's exactly right. And so we can look at this desire in two ways. We can say, well, this desire is just a temptation from Satan leading me to hell. And yes, there's there's so much of that where the enemy comes and he almost kind of hijacks those feelings and tries to tempt us to fulfill that desire in something less than what will satisfy, which is heaven. But I like to tell people, listen, the real why behind everything you're doing is God is is actually is actually trying to woo you to himself by giving you those longings and those desires and those sexual feelings. So the why behind pornography is our desire for heaven that's gone wrong, where we've let Satan enter in and tempt us to lust, when really we need to learn to reorder those desires to love and say, okay, well, if, if I've got these desires for, for human connection and intimacy and ecstatic bliss, this is all, this is everything God wants me to respond to. And so that's so, so much of my work in this area is helping people to untwist the why and help them see this is not so much Satan tempting you to sin as it is God calling you to himself. And I think this struggle that a lot of people have with masturbation and with, 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 with pornography, God is going, God is going to like continue to call us in this way until we learn to rightly respond to our sexual longings. And when we can learn to take all that sexual desire and passion and energy and order that toward love, that's when I think we're, we're going to see a lot of change in, in, in this area. So when I kind of said before at the start of the show, sorry, no, I didn't. I didn't. That, that was a call I had today. I didn't say this yet. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, I, I, I always say, um, so I always say to people, you know, and this is not to put priests down or to bag them out. I've got so much respect for for their office, you know, for their role and that, 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 for, 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 for their vocation. But I, this is some advice that, 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 that I, as a young man, did, did actually receive, which wasn't very helpful. And that was, you know, when, whenever I go to confession and, and, and I'd confess, you know, I'd confess pornography, I'd say, look, well, you know, when you're in a moment of temptation, just go for a run. Right. So just go for a run and kind of run that off. Or if you've got, you know, if you can get to the gym, go to the gym and just kind of burn that energy. And honestly, George, I did that for so many years. I was like, okay, temptation, go for a run, mate. I was really fit and I was, I was, I was getting really fit in year 12 um, <laughs> from all that running and gym work. <laughs> but what, what, what I actually realized is I realized I was like, I'm actually running away from the problem. Like I'm, I am literally running away from the yeah. problem and I'm not responding to this desire that I'm experiencing. And so I'd go for that run. And what was I thinking about the whole time I'm, I was on this run? I'm thinking about the porn that I ran away from back exactly, home that I yeah. want to go and see. I'm right. not a fan either of that kind of advice. I think it is really running away from the no, problem. Yes. It can be a good tool to add if you've dealt with it and then maybe as a side distraction, but... It doesn't seem 
yes. thing to work, yeah. Um, no, no, really good point, and thanks for saying yeah. that. I always tell people, look, you know, something like exercise is something that just that really should 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 just be built into your natural life because that's going to help you know with with keeping you fit and healthy and mm. having some kind of routine it's going to keep you calmer certainly people certainly people that you know like will t- turn to porn because of stress or if they're tired by 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 having a bit of a by by in, by introducing some exercise that actually sounds weird but it actually gives people it, it actually will give you more energy throughout the day and it will keep you calmer and in a, in a, you know, in a more kind of stable mood. Um, so I, 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 I always encourage people to have some kind of an exercise plan, but don't go for a run in the moment of temptation. You're actually running away from the problem. And so when I was coming back from those runs, I was, I was actually more like more my desire to watch it was greater. And every time I would actually, I would, I would turn to it when I got home. And what I realized was, we're not responding to that longing. Exactly. You're, you're running away from it. You're exactly. not answering it. And so I, I realized, and I think this was back in 2013. So uh-huh. I, I, I was still living at home at the time, but I was, I, I was, I've been out of school a few years. And I realized I was like, I think the Lord wants me to respond to this desire with a yes, not with a no. I've got to find a way. If, if my sexual, if, if these desires and these longings are actually are actually a call to love, which is the name of my CD. Actually, I've got a, a, a CD on all this. If if my desire is a call to love, then I must find a way to respond to 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 to, to, to this desire and this longing in love. And I said, okay, well, you know, I'm, you know, like, you know, like right now, I, I, I you know, like I, there was no woman in my life. I was still single. I said, so how am I going to do it? I said, well, the, the first thing I'm going to do. Is I'm going to say I'm going to cho- I'm 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 in an active I'm, I'm going to actively choose to not lust after this woman, and that in itself is is an active decision to love. I said I'm I'm going to love this porn star that I was going to watch, and I'm going to actively choose to love her by not using her. But that's still not that that's still not enough. I don't think. Then I started saying, okay, I'm going to turn this into into an action. I'm going to do something with my body to actually respond to that call to love. It doesn't have to be sexual love because deep down, ultimately, as I said before, that desire for love we have with God, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it, we're going to, we, we are going to have our bodies again one day in, in heaven, but the love that we, there, there's, there's nothing, there's, there's nothing sexual in the sense of the verb sex, right? With God, there's nothing sexual about our love with, with God. And so I said, well, if there's nothing sexual about it, and that's my ultimate fulfillment of love, then the way that I respond to a sexual desire doesn't necessarily need to be sexual, right? Yeah. And so I started saying, okay, when I get a temptation to watch pornography, I'm going to choose to love that porn star by not using her, and then I'm going to go out and I'm going to love my mother in some way. And I'd say, Mum, you know, would you like a cup of coffee or a cup of tea? Or I'd say, do you, do you want me to hang out some clothes for you? Do you, do you want me to? I, 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 I still don't know how to iron properly, so I, I never really asked to do that. But I said, you know, do you, do you want me to stack the dishwasher or whatever it was? And I was finding it didn't. Obviously, my struggle didn't go away, you know, like you know, like in one day. But I, after implementing that, where I was choosing to actively respond to a desire 
by taking that temptation and turning it into an act of love, within three or four months, I was experiencing more freedom from porn than I had in about six or seven years of watching it. Because I was finally answering what I think the Lord wanted me to learn. And that was to, when you experience that desire, the ultimate why behind the desire is to love. And so we've got to train people to respond to 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 that that not temptation, but that that, that, that opportunity exactly. to love. Simon, what you just said there, that practical tool is the very reason I founded the Catholic Toolbox. Amen, because brother. It's one thing to know about your Catholic faith, to know about the, uh, the fact that uh, we're called to love. It's actually about the practical application for Catholics today to take action with their faith. That's Amen. what inspired me because... You receive some advice in the confessional, but the issue with clergy and especially what inspired me to found the Catholic tool is, is because I was hearing homilies. I was hearing talks, getting advice, but it was not practical. You cannot apply mm-hmm. the teaching of the church in your particular circumstance, in your day-to-day life in that particular way we need to think on a practical level and that's what you've done right there with the first practical tool i'd say which is take the temptation is taking the temptation Mm. and not running away from it but do something with that hold on to it i think there was a greek orthodox uh, monk who wrote something about temptation one of the monks was feeling tempted he said prostrate before the temptation bow before the temptation i'm not sure what that meant but (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's actually when when you it's it's like you're, you're scared of something you're scared of a bully mm. at school or something but when you look him in the eye and 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 you stare at it and you glare at it and you, you process it you can then start to treat that uh treat that then, uh, wow. there that's how i that's how i'd see what you're mm. explaining I'm, I'm thinking about it is to not run away from but to look at harness that sexual design in that moment Amen. And mm. then take it and then do something with say a prayer for those uh, for, for those women and work there. Um, it, it's, it's very important, I think, that we have to be practical in this area because it, it's Absolutely. not enough to overcome these things or avoid these things by just giving a theoretical knowledge about prayer, about a few things here or there, and people don't know how to apply it. So it, it's so important, the work that you do, especially the coaching. The coaching, I love, you know, the fact that you can meet mm. with people one-on-one and that you, you can do that kind of apostolate. I mean, it's so important. Amen. Well, I mean, look, I mean, and, and this has been, this, this, like, this has been such an eye-opener for me too by, I mean, I, you know, like I've, I've, like I've been very blessed to, to, to be able to work with a lot of people kind of one-on-one, you know, like over the years of doing this. But this, is, this has been a very, like, this has been like a specialised level of, of access to someone's, heart and struggle and mind and, and how they tick and so every single week you know like 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 every every week when I actually catch up with these people that I'm doing this program with is we basically go through we, we, we go through like a, a a a what where when why test and so you know every every single time they have a setback in in that week I say okay so like like what what kind of sin was it like like what you know, was it on your laptop? Was it phone or whatever? You know, whatever. Was it actually with a person? This struggle, you know, this sexual sin. Then we go, where was it? And 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 what I've been finding, it's been it's 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 been it's been mind blowing 
to see that most people really only have one or two rooms or places in their entire life that they may turn to porn, right? Um, sorry, where that, that's the where, right? So where they tend to look at it. Then when, like there's like most people have certain times that they view pornography. And this has been so interesting to see. But then this is this is what's what's really been helpful for me is that every single person has 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 has, has a very has 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 sorry has a a a a a a very different why okay so whatever the reason why that they turn to it for some people it could be stress um other people it could be you know i'm tired or i had an argument with you know i had an argument with with my girlfriend my boyfriend and so you know i'm i'm like i'm feeling like a little bit like rejected or something um, for so many men, I mean, this, this, this is, this has been a real shock to me for so many men. It's just been saying it's because I'm, I'm not proud of the man that I am. Like I'm not proud of what I do for work. I'm not proud of. So you know, it's escapism. Yeah. Yeah. Very, it's been very, and that, that's been something I'm seeing show up so much, um, which, which has been, you know, we, you know, like we, which has been a real, which has been so good for me to see, but I think. It's always good for every person, I think, you know, like to at least kind of consider what I just said before about, you know, about obviously it's it's a human struggle with lust, but deep down, I mean, every single person has a has a temptation, or you know, a, a, you know, like some twisted hunger for lust, but deep down, we all have a much deeper, more authentic, you know, yearning for love. And so I think if we really learn to order that desire in the right direction, we're, we're going to win that, that battle with love. But it's, it's, it's very good for people, I would say. So I encourage the people I coach to say, look, do this what, where, when, when, why test every single week. Like look at every setback you've had and then really spend time in prayer asking, why do I get tempted to, to watch pornography? What is it that, that leads me there? And I'll, I'll just share. This is, you know, this is something that I heard a while ago from um, from this young lady. Um, I think she was about twenty three or, or four um, when she shared this with me. But she said, "Look, Simon, I I, I really struggle to love myself. So I don't. I'm not proud. I'm, I'm not proud of the woman I am. I don't think I'm pretty. I'm not funny. I'm I'm not popular. Um, guys don't ask me out." Um, I don't, I, I don't really have a lot of great, like a great, like, like friends, like, like great girlfriends that I'm close with and that I can share with. I certainly don't have any great, like great male friends. Um, and she goes, and, and honestly, she said, I think my why for looking at, for looking at pornography is because I don't, I don't actually believe that any man is ever going to love me for real. And so I'm, I'm, I'm far too afraid to open up to anybody and risk him telling me, well, you're not pretty or, you know, you're, you're, you know, like you're overweight or, you know, you're, you're, you're really boring or whatever it was, whatever these lies were that this, this poor young woman had kind of swallowed. But she said, that is honestly my reason for turning to porn because it makes me feel loved by a man in that moment. But I, I don't actually have to risk him like saying that he doesn't love me or he doesn't want me anymore, because I know for me in all the years that I watch pornography, a porn star never ever said no to me. Amen. Yeah. So when I wanted it, if I wanted to look at her, 
I could look at her whenever I wanted. She never said no to me. She never even spoke to me. She didn't even know who I was. And so that, that you know, you know, like feeling, feeling that kind of false security made me think, well, I can go back to this woman as much as I like and she's never going to turn me away. And I think for, you know, like for, for, for this poor young woman, that, that's, you know, that, that's just kind of one example of, you know, certain reasons of why people are led, are, are, are actually led to watch, to watch pornography. Um, and there's so many different other reasons, but that, that might just give you kind of one idea of what could lead somebody there. But I, I encourage people, look, whatever your why is, because I, I do believe everybody might have at least one very strong why for why they look at porn, but it's very likely that, that, that they've probably got about three or four different reasons or there, there, are, there, there, there are also certain like emotional states that people are in when they do look at porn. So for me, it was when I was angry or frustrated or stressed or especially for me if I was down. So if anything for me upset me, if I had an argument with someone, if something wasn't going my way, something was something went wrong at work, instantly if I got down, my first thought was, let's just have I'll pick myself up with this, right? And so what I had to realize, so it's escapism. It seems to me that all the reasons, if you really add up everybody's um, they're running from something. It's escapism. It, it's a great yes. avenue to escape, whether you're angry, whether you don't feel loved, whether mm. you feel stressed, whether you, you want to feel empowered. It's all escapism. Yes. Th th that's yes. how I'm seeing it. When you lay it out there, I'm just yes. seeing escapism here, escapism. What are we escaping? So. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think, that, I mean, there's, there's, there's so many different things that people feel they have to run from. I think, Yes, is it our culture? I always is it something that's ingrained in us when we're when we're young? Are we indoctrinated to just escape? Is is there a lack of resilience in us? Yeah, wow. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, yeah, look, I I I yeah, I mean yes for sure to that. Um sorry, I'm I'm yeah, the, the, just like the way I look, I, I I like to get into like the you know the, the you know the individual reason why I always have fun with that. But you're that, that's good. You're you're kind of looking at us and this is this one <laughs> let's zoom back out. Habit. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's great. And look, that's that that's that's something helpful for me too, is to see that may, maybe there is just a wider pattern there where everybody is running from from something that escapism definitely. So I always say to people, you know, and please, I mean, I've, I've got to be careful how I language this or, you know, you know, if, you know, like whatever setting I'm in, I always try and stress, I want people to hear me properly. I always say, you know, porn, porn itself is, is porn is never actually the issue. Porn is how we express ourselves when we're running from a much deeper issue, right? So, that's always the outlet. So where when we when we can't get something right in our life, whether it's I can't deal with my anger, I can't deal with my stress, I can't deal with feeling ashamed of myself, we escape from that and we and, and we turn to pornography. And so I always like to, to to tell people, look, pray into what kind of emotional states you're in or what feelings or what what things so what what things serve as like a trigger for you that that make you turn to porn but rather than just trying to treat the pornography you've got to go back and treat what what you know whatever the emotional state you're in that keeps that keeps actually leading you there so for this girl 
I said, listen, I said, as soon as you know that God loves you, right, as soon as you understand that, not just up here but totally in your heart, that you know God loves you just as you are perfectly, right, he loves you as you are, and that you are worthy of the 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 love of some other man that that you you are that you know like that that you are a really lovely person and that there's one guy out there that is going to absolutely love you and see all these this this virtue and all these good things about you and he he is going to want to marry you i said as soon as you understand these things you're you're no longer going to be running to the pornography to escape from that fear because you're you're going to be able to deal with that hung up that you've that that you've had in in your own prayer life in your own heart and now you know well god loves me i don't have to run away from this fear anymore i i i know that i'm enough amen so for me as i said i would always struggle when i got down that's when i was like okay um, that's when I was always getting tempted to look at pornography. And for me, honestly, George, I'll, I'll just be, I'll just be quite open here. Um, that for me, I, I mean, I've, I've done a lot of speech therapy in my life and, you know, probably, probably 10 years worth of different speech therapists and life coaches and all these different people to help, help me speak clearer. And I noticed this pattern. I was like, okay, every time I seem to be looking at pornography, it was when I was getting down about the fact that I'd have an embarrassing stuttering moment. That for me was always that trigger. And so when, once I realized that a few years ago, I was like, okay, I was like, this is actually, it's yes. I mean, obviously pornography is something that I have to, you know, that I have to keep praying about and keep working on. But I was like, but there's, there's a really obvious pattern here. Every time I was falling into pornography, it was because I was getting into a state where I felt, you know, I keep praying that God would heal me. I keep getting down. I keep getting upset. God doesn't listen. God doesn't care. I'd fall in. I'd, you know, like I'd, I'd, I'd get, you know, like I'd, I'd get hopeless, and then I'd fall into that. And so, for me, I was like, all right. Then I need to learn. I, I have to learn to pray through this better. I have to learn to have a better. Run. I've got to see. This problem through through God's eyes. I got to see how much He loves me. You know, like even in the midst of this struggle, I had to see that it's not the end of the world that I stutter, right? So, but I went through a massive personal journey there, and I'm still not perfect at that. I don't, you know, um, it's, it's 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 still frustrating at times. But I just like to share that because it's not always a, it's not always necessarily just a spiritual problem. Sometimes it's just if people naturally get angry, then learn how to control your anger. If you know you get down a lot, look at, you know, what are the things that get me down? And I've got to learn to control not getting in that in, in get not not getting in that emotional state, which is going to actually drive me to watch the porn in, in the end. Exactly. Does, that, does that make a bit of sense? Sorry. I hope absolutely, that, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm really excited uh, to continue this discussion after we take a short break here. So if you want to call in here or comment through Facebook Live or email, you can email me at thecatholictoolbox uh, at gmail.com. That is thecatholictoolbox at gmail.com. Or you can call in here in the studio at 9625 6111. The magic number is 9625 6111 for any questions or comments that you may have here for Simon. 
So stay tuned with us. We'll be back shortly. My name is Father Damon Seifer. I'm a member of the Priestly Fraternity of St. Peter, which is the Latin Mass Order. Our order has been ministering to the faithful in Western Sydney uh, for about 20 years now. But we think it's time for us to find our own place, to be able to build our own church. So we're really encouraging people to make donations, perhaps even dedicated to monthly donations, so that we can forge to take on perhaps a mortgage for this great endeavor. So we would like to, in the long term, build a traditional church for the celebration of the traditional liturgy in the Latin rite. We would encourage you to think about this, to pray about this, and see if God is calling you to commit to helping us with this great endeavor to build a new church for Western Sydney. And welcome yes, back to the Week in the Catholic Toolbox. I was Toolbox. probably viewing it for about uh, of practical Catholicism. I'm your host and founder, George Manasseh, here as we cook you with practical solutions to live your Catholic faith in our modern world of today. And if you enjoy listening to the show, you can download the podcast wherever you get your podcasts on the Catholic Toolbox. So you can check out our website on thecatholictoolboxshow.com. Don't forget, you can get a copy of my book, The Art of Practical Catholicism, online or wherever you purchase your books. So we're continuing our discussion here with Simon Carrington regarding pornography, what is the problem? And I think you beautifully laid out the issue with pornography. I think it's clear. And I think we're leaving everybody here listening. I'm sure there's definitely going to be a second part to this uh, this discussion. There's going to be a series on this. I can (laughs) see that happening now. The issue is there laying the foundation there and then leaving people with tools to then dig into their own personality. Because at the end of the day, we can learn these things, why porn is wrong and everything, the theory, but it's only going to impact your life as much as you can take the teaching of the church and practically live it and Mm. dig right deep into your soul and see what the problem is, what's causing us uh, to, to, to look at porn in our day-to-day life, what's causing our society, a great number of men and women to access pornography and, and fall into addiction. The way I, I've been seeing it is, 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 yeah, there is a deep, there is a deep pattern of escapism, mm-hmm. something we're escaping from. And the best way to escape is by using our sexuality because we're naturally predisposed to sexual desire. I mean, it's not like saying, well, there's an addiction to stealing cars or something <laughs> the same way there is to, to using our sexuality. Right, something that's ingrained at us and it can be very much abused. Um, and and you, you laid out beautifully to really dig into our soul there. But let's continue. Uh, if anybody wants to actually uh, message, you can email the Catholic Toolbox Show at gmail.com with any of your questions. Or don't forget, just comment in any of the Facebook lives and we'll have Simon answer any of your questions here. So let's continue on the practical note. Have you seen in yourself and maybe other people success stories in, in overcoming pornography? Yeah. Oh, yes, mate. Well, the look- people that it's a struggle, it's a struggle, we keep falling back into it. Have, is it possible to attain freedom from pornography? Amen, brother. Amen. It, it, it is. And, and I... Um, look, I, 
I, I'm, I'm very cautious though, how we word success with pornography. Okay. Cause so I actually find, so this is, this is how most young men, you know, like or young women will ask me, you know, will I ever be free from this? And they come for help and I'll say, well, look, it's, you know, let's, I always start by saying, you know, you know, what is your goal? Like, what do you like when we finish this program, what do you actually want to achieve or whatever? And, you know, the, the answer, you know, like sometimes if they're watching it every single day, they might say, well, I want to get to just watching it, like, you know, like once a week by the end of the program or once a month by the end of the program. But, you know, most people are like, I want it gone. Like, I don't want any more temptations to porn. I want, I, I want this out of my life. And I always start by saying, look, that, that kind of a mindset, I'm not sure that's the healthiest mindset, right, to actually approach this struggle from. So look, honestly, George, I I couldn't tell you the last time that I watched porn. Okay, I don't I don't I don't keep a track of how many days, months, years it's been since since my 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 last viewing of, of porn. I, I I honestly couldn't tell you. Um, but that's also because I don't really care, and and I say that because for me it's not as much about saying. You know, I've gone 300 days or a thousand days and I'm getting really excited because what, what my experience is when people count days, I mean, m- maybe that system works for some, but 90% of people I meet, actually, they just, they get anxious when it, they're about to come to their, you know, to, to their new personal best, right? They get anxious. And I think Satan can really tempt the pride there. And that's often when people will fall. And so I, I tell people this, I just tell people to do what I do. And it's not because I'm perfectly pure, but I just think, I think, you know, like with every mindset that I've had, this has been the most helpful. I just get up every morning. And when I go down, when I go downstairs to say my morning prayer, first thing, um, I always just kneel down and, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll always say my morning offering and then, you know, three Hail Marys to pray for, for my own purity for my wife's purity, right? Yeah. And honestly, George, every day I just say, I say, Lord, please help me to, please, please help me to get to bed as pure as, as what I just woke up. That's it. That's all I want. Right. If I, if, if I woke up, you know, that day and I had not watched porn, you know, that, 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 that day prior, my, I, I honestly don't care about Friday. I don't care about Saturday or Sunday. All I care about is how am I going to go home and continue to live purity until I fall asleep tonight? That's my only concern. And I think this is not something that I think for any of us, we should have a mindset of, yeah, I am actually too good for porn. I'm, I'm actually bigger than the temptation to pornography. Exactly. I, I always have pride. There's yes, a, the right. pride is in there because the funny thing with spiritual warfare in general is is, is that you all there's no there's no retreat there's no retreat where you're mm-hmm. never going to be attacked. Amen. You from pornography, the devil will get you in a sense with the pride there. You know, if you wh- yes. whatever you do, that's good. As, as Saint Jose Maria said beautifully, that like every achievement or that that the clap of uh, the cheer of success. Be met with the the um, the uh, failure. You know, always reminding ourselves to keep it balanced yeah. ourselves to be humble because yeah. I think it's really an equilibrium. 
you know, I see things as equally is a balance. Life is a balance, really. Mm. Uh, mm. It, it's so important there what you said there that that pride really can and mm-hmm. kick you back in the other way and then you can maybe fall back into it because of your pride. You know, there's yes. no resting point. We always yes. got to be on guard. I think that's a daily thing. I mean, it's important that you wake up and you you pray and you take it day by day and you don't look from yesterday or a week before because if we're going to mm-hmm. repent, we're going to change now and that's it. We're born, we're changed and we're renewed now and we're looking ahead. We're not looking backwards. That's a great Amen. Well said. Honestly, yeah. How, how how you said it there is is that that's that's probably nicer than I would have said it. Uh, <laughs> I, I I think I, I honestly think you're right. I think yeah. So for me, I think someone has achieved, you know, I mean, some level of success in this area when they actually have have, have the humility to realise that I am one weak moment away from going right back to where I used to be, and so I, you know, for me, I. I, I still use internet filtering. I still have a weekly call with somebody every week that checks in on how, how I'm going. Um, and it's not because I, I don't say that because oh, I just want people to think I'm really humble. And no, it's because I take that very seriously. And I think um, in the kind of work that I'm in, to be honest, so every single time, George, so this, I also experienced it again with this, with this show. Every single time I get asked to speak about pornography or I'm doing coaching calls on pornography or if I'm doing if, if I'm if I'm doing like a webinar on it or I'm sharing my testimony somewhere, the enemy comes 10 times stronger on me to tempt me to pornography every single time. And I think it's because, you know, if 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 he can get me to fall, you know, you know, like the night before I'm meant to give a talk on pornography and staying pure, yeah. then, you know, that's going to mess with me and my pride. And I'm going to say, oh, you know, I'm not worthy to talk about this because I have to be perfectly pure in order to do that. Look, you know, the, you know, this is the truth. Um, if, if you were waiting for me to be perfectly pure to give a talk on porn, this show would never, ever happen because I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to get there. And for me, I just have that attitude of, I know that yes, I've got things in place that help safeguard me from falling. I I have done a lot of work, and I've I've had a look at the emotional states I'm in. I've done a, I've done a lot of prayer around you know my my longing for ecstasy and bliss and all those things. But ultimately, I have to understand I'm human, I'm weak, and Satan tempts very hard. And I you know my you know for me to be successful is really to have the humility to always be on guard and to never to never rest. And then yes, it's 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 awesome when you you can look back and say say like praise God like I don't I don't actually know when the last four was. Like thanks be to God I'm experiencing a level of, of sexual freedom. But quickly you know, we have to have- stop ourselves. But I think quickly in that moment you have to stop yourself and say okay, well focus. I think really where, where there's where we're cheering our achievements, as Santa Maria says, think about your failures mm. to, to balance yourself back up because then yes. Satan can capitalize on that. I think it's always being ready, quick on the on, on the ball, mm. analyzing and looking at yourself interiorly. Where are my emotions going? It's it's you know Catholicism yeah. really is you know as a true faith really gets us in touch with ourselves, really pushes us to be Man. in touch all the time 
with ourselves to fight spiritual warfare. And, and Sala, I want to ask you this. We talked about prayer. We talked about looking at the emotional things. So there's the spiritual factor, spiritual tools, uh, practical tools, implying the Catholic faith to, through our prayer, through spiritual growth to overcome it. But do you find sometimes people miss perhaps uh, uh, some maybe therapy that they should undergo or professional oh, help good. that they should undergo? And obviously a big disclaimer here, this does not count as any professional advice. We do recommend yes uh, we do advise <laughs> that you go and seek the relevant professional advice mm. here and um great question george yeah because that's what good, i mate. find sometimes that maybe some people would be better off that, that they do come to these coaching things and and get spiritual direction but maybe there's an element there that they need a psychologist for and, sure. and maybe that might time with your experience uh, for sure yes no no great yeah great question um and I and I I I yeah yeah that that that's great you brought that up because I I actually did I actually did go through a, through through a, through a small season of 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 seeing a counsellor myself um, when when my struggle was 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 at its worst um, I remember just thinking man I've I've tried as much as I can on my own and I just really don't know I I, I just I just can't see any any kind of 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 road to freedom here. Um, and so yes, I I I did go and see somebody. Um, I, I will be honest, my my experience of counselling um, wasn't the most fruitful experience. I mean, I I really wish that I could say um, my experience of counselling was more fruitful than it was. However, I even even though I didn't, you know, like I I I didn't really like I I didn't really click with this counsellor, and there are a few things that were said that I I struggle with a lot. There, there certainly were little gems there that I did take away that did help me. Um, and so, look, I mean, you know, if, if, if someone is, is tuning into this and they're thinking, you know, yeah, look, I've been struggling with porn for years, you know, how do, how do I know if I, you know, some people, they've got, there's a bit of a stigma around counselling and they may even frame the question like, how do I know if I'm that bad that I need counselling? Or how do I, you know, do, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not bad enough to need counselling. Well, I would just ask you this. I would just tell people to ask themselves these, these these few things. You know, have have you been struggling with porn for, for for a very long time? Have you have you do you really feel like you haven't had much success with finding freedom by doing everything like you know like like you know like on 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 your own? Um, have you tried for a long time and on your own and you're not really experiencing any 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 kind of greater freedom at all so you're not you're not really being able to track any progress at all um, you you are you know you are you're 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 at this this is probably the biggest one is i would say you know are are you at a point where you hate what you're doing like you hate the habit you hate that you watch pornography but you still you still fall into it every single day. Like you just you know you don't want to do it. It's possible there that your your brain is just like has just kind of made these pathways that are so strong and that's been a habit over such a long period of time that yes, it might be really helpful to go and actually see a professional to help you to kind of break down you know those mindsets and the way that you see things. Um, also, I, I know what what can be really helpful for people is you know sometimes. 
Um, certainly if, if, you know, like if people experience like some kind of like a trauma, a childhood trauma, so, you know, maybe, maybe something, maybe something was done to them as a little child, you know, maybe, you know, maybe they did, they, they did experience like a bit, they, they did experience like a little bit of sexual abuse or they, they were raped or something like that. Those kind of things definitely, um, if somebody is in that position, I would certainly encourage them to go and talk to someone about that. Um, but it doesn't even have to be like that, that, that kind of sexually extreme, just any, any kind of trauma. If, 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 if you're listening to this and you're saying, look, you know, I had some really horrible things happen to me at very important times in my life when, when I, you know, when I was very young, when I was growing and so much was going on that it's certainly, it's certainly true that as humans, as you said before, like our sexuality is such, such a huge part of us that, Sometimes we can put we 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 can express ourselves through our sexuality um, from from a non-sexual um, pain or trauma even right. So something very you know some real trauma happened to us at a very very young age, and for some reason we seem to be acting out in from that trauma, and we and and we were exposed to pornography. And then that's it. We're, we're in this. Song. It helps you so, cope the best because it's hum- it helps you to cope the best because it's your sexuality, which is a natural desire imprinted in us. And here's, a desire, here's something that happened that I want to escape from. But yes. let's now talk about these groups. You know, as we, as we get towards the end of the show, I want to leave people with some places that they can go. Where, how can people get in contact with you in the great work that you and your wife do? And can you recommend any groups uh, for people to take action with and take notes now? Awesome. Yeah. I mean, look, so, um, so my, um, so I actually don't, I, 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 I don't actually put, put the porn coaching up on like the fire up ministries website. So, so like, so if, if, any, if anyone wants to check us out, they can just go to fireupministries.com um, and they can look us up, they can see all our work there and the different talks and courses we do. There's free resources. There's, some resources people can purchase. Um, but to be honest, I, you, you actually, you, you won't find a link to the porn coaching program on my website. Um, that's something that just, just because there's so much work involved with that. Um, I actually only like open up those groups, you know, like for certain times through, 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 through the year. Um, so like r- right now I'm in the middle of a group of five and I probably won't be taking on anyone until, until kind of early next year again. Um, but all I would say to somebody is, look, if if you know if they would if they would like to learn more about the coaching or hear about the coaching or put their name down for the next group, um, they can they can reach out to me just just kind of you know through 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 the fire up Instagram page, our our Facebook page, um, or just our website, um, and we can definitely talk about kind of putting can, them. Putting people them can email group. you. At, uh, is there an email people can contact you at? Well, um, it's it's probably easy to go through the website and then through the website. Hit, if you yep. hit the contact us page, um, that does go straight straight to me. Yeah, so I'll 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 get every, every I'll get every, every everything people send through comes straight through to me. Um, and yeah, look, if if anyone does if anyone does want to reach out kind of from this show, um, yeah, I can. Um, there, there's there's a whole bunch of resources. What you can do is email me at vcafictoolboxshow thecatholictoolbox at gmail.com that is thecatholictoolbox at gmail.com or go to our website we will put you in contact with simon 
and fire up ministries and you can go from there. But Simon, can you leave us with your final words of hope? I think hope as we approach Advent, we're, we're looking for hope. Hope. Amen. Look, mate, when, when, what, what really helped to inspire my change was that I, that, that I started to, I started to get in touch with my hope for a family again one day. Um, And now I'm, now I'm blessed to have, you know, my, my wife and my two, you know, know, my two little sons at home. They, they really are the reason, right? They're the reason we, every single person that is struggling with pornography deep down, it's because they're hungry for real love. And I just want to encourage people to say, look, you know, place all your hope in God, you know, because when you have an encounter with Jesus Christ, he will give you all the love you were looking for in pornography and so much more. And I think when you experience that love that Christ has to give, please God, it will, and I know it will also, it will completely transform the human relationships you have. If you are called to get married, praise God, there, there's so much joy to be found in that vocation. But maybe if somebody is married now, finding that in, having an encounter with Christ, having that hope with, to, that he would satisfy those desires, he's, he, um, you, you're going to experience more joy in your marriage as well. So have hope, turn to Jesus first, and every, every other relationship will fall into place. Simon Carrington, thank you very much for being on the Catholic Toolbox. We'll definitely have you again. Uh, in 2022. And we're, we're, we're going to have you on the Fire Up podcast as well soon. I'm looking forward to that. Time to fire <laughs> God, up. Mate. There's a lot of work to do, a lot of apostolate to do. I think many saints want it to be in our times, and I think we have a lot of work to do together. Yeah. So thank you very much for tuning into the Catholic Toolbox. If you want to access the podcast, you can go to the Catholic Toolbox, wherever you get your podcast, or you can simply check out our website, thecatholictoolboxshow.com. Don't forget to get a copy of The Art of Practical Catholicism which can help you to take action with your Catholic faith today. So thank you for tuning into the show. I'm your host and founder, George Manasseh. Until next week, God bless, take care and take action. In this era of grave spiritual crisis, it is not enough to simply know about your Catholic faith. That is why we need a Catholic toolbox to equip us with the practical skills necessary to live our Catholic faith to reach our ultimate goal, which is heaven for all eternity. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Join us every Tuesday night at 8pm for the Catholic Toolbox as we hand you the tools to go forth, live the faith and change our modern world today. Live on The Voice of Charity.